And welcome into the ASI Sheepcast. I'm Chase Adams of the American Sheep Industry Association, and we're here at the Animal Ag Alliance's annual summit, talking with Kay Johnson-Smith, who is the executive director for the Animal Ag Alliance. And Kay, the alliance has been around for over 30 years now, and I believe the uh, the sheep industry has been a participant and a partner of the alliance uh, for the very founding. It, it certainly has. Um, American Sheep Industry Association was actually one of our um, first members, uh, along uh, with a, a few other trade associations, representing other segments of the animal ag industry, but ASI was one of our very first. You know, and we've talked about a little bit throughout the uh, the meeting here today how technology has changed and influenced so much of what we do, and that has put some new uh, a new spin on it. But at the same time, the challenges that the alliance was uh, formed to uh, address 30 plus years ago are still many of the same challenges uh, we we face today from activists and others. Absolutely. So in in the 70s is really when um, animal rights activism came to the United States. It came over from Europe and. And uh, started here um, in the early 80s. They really turned their attention to animal agriculture, and so groups started meeting informally, um, on a, but on a regular basis to just talk about what some of these campaigns were. What did that mean for agriculture? And that really was the genesis of the Animal Ag Alliance being formed. It was called the Animal Industry Foundation back in the early days. Um, But in 1987, that's when the organization became a a formal organization and groups like ASI became part of it to really um, provide a a unified voice on behalf of the total animal ag industry to not only monitor activist groups, but also to provide a counter voice to correct a lot of the misinformation that they spread about agriculture. Well, I think you hit it on the head. You know, as we continue to move forward and and look back to the past, animal activism isn't something that's going to go away. It's not something that we can can stomp out, but it is something that we have to, as a a group, uh, address effectively. Well, 97% of the American public still likes to eat meat, milk, and eggs, and they include it on a regular basis on in, in their diet. And so we have a, an audience that loves what, what farmers and ranchers produce, but they do want to know more about how food is produced, and so we have to step out of our comfort zone and all be a, a, a communicator, if you will, on behalf of the industry because the activists are, are just as passionate as we are. But their passion is all about driving farmers and ranchers out of business. And they're very effective. They're very loud. They represent a fraction of the the, um, population of the U.S., a very tiny minority. But they're extremely loud. They're very well-funded. And they they don't follow the rules. Um, We typically are the side of, uh, you know, the the issues where we follow the rules. We we are proud of what we do. We're very positive about what we do. But the activists will just throw things out there, and they don't care whether it's true or not. It is um, Their goal is to try to create distrust in the public, create distrust in customers, and um, essentially drive out animal agriculture. And you guys commissioned a study, uh, I think was released just last week, looking at, uh, at some of these factors. And like you say, consumers say they want to have a source of, of information. Many of them have a source, and that source is unfortunately activism. So what can we do uh, to continue to put out messages like the Animal Ag Alliance is putting together? I mean, what, what is the alliance and, and the animal industry? What can we do to continue to respond with positive information? Well, the alliance develops a lot of positive resources for farmers and ranchers to use. Um, but what we need is more... 
um, communication up and down the food chain. Um, they need to get out of their comfort zone a little more and have an online presence because that's where people go to for information now. Um, you may say, well, people don't care about seeing you know farm animals and how they're raised, but actually they do. They you, And we need to make sure we are the ones providing that information so that what they're getting is factual. They can identify that it's families involved in farming. It's not factories, as the activists like to say. Um, so, you know, being a little more open about communicating, um, having an online presence, um, getting out and speaking sometimes just to, like, your local Lions Club or local um, Chamber of Commerce really goes a long way because today most people don't know a farmer. And so we really need farmers to be active in, in sharing their voice um, along with organizations like ASI and the Animal Ag Alliance. Okay, we appreciate on behalf of America's uh, sheep and lamb and wool producers what the Alliance does to help get that positive message out. Appreciate you talking with us this morning. That's a look at this week's Sheepcast. I'm Chase Adams, the American Sheep Industry Association.